Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Long Live Hollywood podcast. My name is Aaron. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast, people. Thank you. Welcome. God bless you. Folks, on this episode, I'm going to talk about the trailer for the upcoming Paramount Plus exclusive movie Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead do the universe. And then after that, I'm going to talk about what looks to be a popcorn shortage at the movie theaters. That doesn't sound good, a popcorn shortage. And then the final topic will be Neve Campbell. Neve Campbell will not be a part of Scream 6. Sydney Prescott, the main character, will not be a part of Scream 6. Wow. Episode 39 starts now. So, Beavis and Butthead. When was the last time you heard of Beavis and Butthead? It's been a minute, right? Beavis and Butthead, definitely a part of my childhood. Grew up watching a ton of Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead originally aired back in 1993, March of 1993 to be exact. Um, I have uh, two DVD collections. I think they're called the Mike Judge Collections. There were, what, three volumes? I have I have all three, I think. Yes. The first one is a silver one. Uh, the second one is a blue case. And the third one is a red case. Yeah, I have all three volumes. The Beavis and Butthead movie, Beavis and Butthead Do America, came out way back in 1996, December of 1996. I heard somewhere, I don't know if this is a rumor or if this is facts, I heard somewhere that Beavis and Butthead Do America was supposed to be a live action movie. And they wanted to get David Spade and Chris Farley for Beavis and Butthead. That's what I read. And now Beavis and Butthead are back in a Paramount Plus exclusive movie, Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. So the trailer, I have it up right here. I have the volume turned down. I'm skipping around, just noticing things. One thing that I have noticed from the jump is Beavis sounds a lot better. And I say this because back in 2011, uh, Beavis and Butthead, they came back on the air for a hot second. Remember that back in 2011, I believe just for like a, a year, I think. And at that time, Beavis sounded really rough as if. Uh, Mike Judge, the guy who does his voice. I thought he was losing his Beavis voice. I could have sworn Beavis sounded really rough back then. Going back to Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Beavis sounds a lot better. He sounds vintage. He sounds like 1995 Beavis. You know, old school Beavis. Beavis is perfect. His voice is perfect. Butthead's voice is perfect. It's all perfect now. So am I excited to see this movie? You know, I started to cancel my Paramount Plus subscription. I'll keep it on for Beavis and Butthead. I'll check it out. But I'm not crazy excited to see this movie. That being said, if Beavis and Butthead came back in television form, Beavis and Butthead, the television series, then I think I'd 
be a little excited to see it. Because one of my favorite things about the show is this is the segment, uh, you know, when Beavis and Butthead are watching MTV music videos. That will be interesting to see today because music has changed. There's a lot of different artists out there. And then you got to factor in YouTube, right? They, they can talk about YouTubers. That will be interesting to see today. So I do appreciate Beavis and Butthead coming back. I am going to see this movie, but I'm not crazy excited to see this movie. Do I think this movie is going to be hilarious? Well, define funny for me. Do I think it's going to be rolling on the floor South Park funny? No. Do I think it's going to be Beavis and Butthead funny? Yes. It's going to be exactly what we think it's going to be. This movie is going to be just more Beavis and Butthead. It's not going to change the game. Which is not a bad thing. Maybe it is. Depending on how you look at it. Beavis and Butthead, their jokes are not that creative. They use a lot of recycled jokes. You know, your fart knocker, your your bunghole. They say a lot of the same things. If you look at something like South Park. South Park has some of the most creative jokes in television history. Beavis and Butthead really needs to update their jokes a little bit. Nothing wrong with the old jokes. I like the older stuff. The bunghole, the, the fart knocker, and the great gun oil. Keep it. But on top of that, give me some new material. Beavis and Butthead comes out on June 23rd, 2022, this month. I am the great gun oil. I'm the great gun oil. Anyway. Topic number two. Let's talk about popcorn shortages at movie theaters. So I read an article on the internet talking about popcorn shortages because of obviously the pandemic and everything. Definitely not good news. Popcorn, well, concession foods in general, is how movie theaters make the majority of their revenue, especially popcorn. I don't eat popcorn that much actually almost ever these days the last time i bought a bag of popcorn at the movie theaters was uh actually uh yeah when i saw a quiet place part two i got a free bag of uh of medium a, a free medium bag of popcorn if you can believe that a nice big free medium bag of popcorn and it was delicious but even that will put some weight on you and i eat very carefully so will a popcorn shortage hurt the movie theater business y yes yes it will 
Um, the, the better question is how much of an impact will it have on movie theater business? I say that because some movie theaters, the smaller ones, the more, uh, uh, the ones that cater to the indie movies, those theaters don't sell a lot of tickets and they don't sell a lot of popcorn and concession foods, but they're still in business. They don't show off Marvel movies and DC movies, those movies that bring a lot of revenue. They show the smaller stuff and they may get a James Bond movie here and there, but they're still in business. Now, do those kind of theaters make a lot of revenue? I I don't know. My guess is they make just enough money to pay their employees, pay for their benefits and keep the theater doors open. That's about it. I will say this, if this popcorn shortage is only for a season, then movie theaters will be okay, I think. Because popcorn is not the only thing on the menu. Yes, it's the most popular thing on the menu, but it's not the only food on the menu. You got your nachos, your hot dogs, your pizza, your your pretzels, the candy, all that kind of crap. So you can still make revenue from concessions i think they will make enough money to get by assuming that this shortage doesn't go on forever hopefully just for a season popcorn supply is going to be up and down sometimes your local theater is going to have its popcorn sometimes it won't i think some of the times when popcorn is going to be the most uncertain to find at movie theaters are going to be when blockbuster movies come out. Blockbuster movies sell tickets. Tickets sell popcorn. That's when popcorn is going to be the most scarce to find. Especially after a couple of days to a week after the blockbuster movie come out. You know good and well that popcorn tank is going to be close to empty. If you want to get some popcorn, you need to go to the theater when the movie comes out to get that bucket of popcorn. Other than that, it's going to be scarce. And you know one of the worst things about all of this? Because there is a shortage of popcorn, just like groceries. Popcorn prices are going to go up. Inflation. Get your wallets ready. You thought a bucket of popcorn was expensive before. You haven't seen anything yet. And not just popcorn, literally everything on that menu from candy, pizza, hot dogs, nachos, your uh, frozen drinks, your slushies, you know, your ices, your Twizzlers, M&Ms, everything on that menu is going to be jacked up. They have to. Popcorn makes the most revenue. Every Popcorn is everyone's go-to item. Everything else is kind of secondary. I think that's what might happen over time, depending on how long this popcorn shortage lasts for. Things may get jacked up. So, anyway, that's the uh, situation. That's the story. Uh, yeah, inflation... The pandemic, now it has affected popcorn at the movie theaters.
All right, next topic. Neve Campbell will not be a part of Scream 6 because she's being underpaid. She isn't being paid fair. Let's talk about it. How can they underpay their main character, Neve Campbell? How do you underpay Neve Campbell? She is quite literally the face of the Scream franchise. The franchise is worth over $740 million. Come on. And I like what she said in the article. She said, I felt the offer that was presented to me did not equate to the value I have brought to the franchise. I like that answer. That's very professional of her. She chose her words carefully. Now, what she wanted to say was, Guys, I'm not going to come back and play Sidney Prescott for only 200 bucks. 200 bucks. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Gas prices are through the roof. I drive a Ford F-150. I got kids. Groceries are expensive. I got bills. You know, I assume Neve Campbell is only gone for this movie. It does not look like she's going to retire the character of Sidney Prescott. At least I hope not. You can totally do a Scream 6 without Neve Campbell. I'm not saying it's the smartest thing to do. I'm saying it can be physically done. The way that Scream 5 turned out, what, Scream 5 was a a soft reboot, right? Brand new faces, new characters. Uh, The killer wasn't even after Sydney. So you can do a Scream 6 without Sydney Prescott. And Sydney Prescott could easily show up in Scream 7. But Scream 6... I'm going to tell you right out the gate, that movie's going to have problems. If we're not looking at killings and, you know, your ghost face killings, because I hear what I hear is that the killings are going to be graphic, like even more graphic, even more brutal, very Mortal Kombat ish, if you will. But the performances, the performances in Scream 5. Are pretty horrific. They're not that good. Neve Campbell, David Arquette. And Courtney Cox, they definitely carried Scream 5, performances-wise. I don't care what anybody says. These three actors carried Scream 5, especially Neve Campbell. The first first 35 minutes of Scream 5 without Neve Campbell was rough. Performance-wise, was rough. And once these actors got on screen, it became a better movie. Better performances. Neve Campbell is is so good. She's a great actress. Courtney Cox is a great actress. David Arquette is a great actress. Everyone else, they're okay, uh, but they're they can't carry Scream Six without Neve Campbell. I'm sorry. And I would go even further and say, once Neve Campbell retires Sidney Prescott as a character then that's when the movies should stop. For example, if Scream 6 was her last movie, then Scream 6 should be the last movie in the franchise. Done. The franchise is done. Well, not the franchise, but, you know, the movies are done. The only way that I'll accept more Scream is only in television form. 
But the te- but the television series cannot interfere with the movies. It cannot interfere with the story. It cannot interfere with anything. It cannot change anything, cancel out anything. It needs to be something completely on its own. So, yeah, that's the situation with Neve Campbell. She is not being paid fair, which is completely understandable walking away from this movie. I would have probably done the same thing. You're going to give me a couple of hundred bucks? Come on, I'm Sidney Prescott, for God's sake. You know what I truly think what's going on here? This situation with Neve Campbell being underpaid? I think the studio is trying to make Scream 6 with as little money as possible. And on top of that, they want to pay their actors as little as possible. They're trying to save money is what it looks like here. Scream 6 comes out next year, 2023. We just had Scream 5 back in January. Not a big time gap. Not at all. The studio really wants to release Scream 6 in theaters as soon as possible. And they don't want to spend too much money making the movie. Especially in these times. We're in the middle of a pandemic. They want to save money. And they figure that... Okay, Scream 5 made a lot of money. Scream 5 was a success. Scream 6 should be a success as well. So let's not throw so much money at Scream 6. And let's underpay some actors to save more money. Let's underpay some actors like Neve Campbell. I don't know. I think that's what's going on, folks, if you ask me. Scream 5 was made on a $25 million budget. It cost the studio $25 million to make Scream 5. And it made $100 million at the global box office. Great money. But then you look at Scream 4. Scream 4 was made on a $40 million budget. And it made $97 million at the global, bu- at the global box office. If the studio could make Scream 6 on a $10, $15 budget, they would do it. That is my theory. Scream 6 arrives in theaters on March 31st, 2023. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at the end of the episode. Do you know what I've been struggling with as of late? I can't cook mashed potatoes for the life of me. Can somebody help me out? I can't cook mashed potatoes. My mashed potatoes always come out looking like oatmeal. Dirty, disgusting oatmeal. It's not fluffy. It's not creamy. It looks like oatmeal. I mean, it doesn't taste bad. And it doesn't taste delicious either. (laughs) It's enough to fill me up, I guess. My mashed potatoes are te- are terrible. I need help. My mom can make some good mashed potatoes. Her mashed potatoes are fluffy. They're good. They look attractive. They look like mashed potatoes. My mashed potatoes look like porridge. 
It doesn't even look like mashed potatoes. I follow the directions. I make my mashed potatoes from, from a box. I don't do it from scratch. I don't even know how to do it from scratch. I can cook a steak, but I can't cook mashed potatoes. I can cook a steak. I can cook chicken. I can cook, uh, yeah, I can cook meats. I can get on the grill, but I can't cook mashed potatoes. I've been struggling literally my entire cooking life. How the hell do you cook mashed potatoes? I follow all of the directions and I can't cook mashed potatoes for the life of me. Mm -mm -mm. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the episode. That is a wrap. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Long Live Hollywood podcast. My name is Aaron. Be safe out there. Love each other. Do nice things for each other and good things will come to you. I promise you. Take care now. Bye-bye.